This week on YB5, we hang out with Tyron from the South African Medical and Education Foundation. How are you doing, Tyron? I'm great, thanks. Fixing yourself? Awesome. Please tell us about SAME. What is it? Well, SAME Foundation, we're a national non-profit organization. So what we do is we focus on healthcare facilities, hospitals and clinics and primary schools and high schools. And, you know, we go into the community and we actually look what's happening on the ground and, and the challenges that these the schools and hospitals are facing to save lives and give our children access to a good quality education and you know we go in there and we appeal to the public to support the foundation and allow us to actually you know go into these facilities and fix them up give them good infrastructure give them desks and chairs you know train their teachers so that you know we can actually give these children our future generations access to quality education and also save their parents you know a big thing is uh childhood households in South Africa that not a lot of people know about but it's a very real crisis that we're facing and we can't expect children to learn you know to, to learn properly and they're actually trying to run a house themselves Can you tell us about a story a personal story that you've probably have had to experience? Oh there's so many huh? um, you know people look at things we do from the outside and they, they do think it's great but actually when you're there, there there's so many stories you know we, we focus on doing schools and providing you know in, in some cases even uniforms to kids who can't afford uniforms and you know we sit and have discussions and out of a school of say 1,500 children we get told of 50, 60 children who actually you know uh, supporting their, their actual family. Now we're talking about primary schools. We're talking about kids who are wow. 13 years and younger who have no one to turn to but are still going to school every day because they want an education and they want to you know, have an opportunity in the future to support themselves and their family better. I mean, That's you're completely heartbreaking. Absolutely. Just listening to you um, talk about this, you're a, a young South African guy and I mean, you have decided that this is what you're going to focus on. Um, Tell yes. us, how did you get involved and why did you get involved? Well, I, I, I was involved in the more corporate side of business, you know, and put in a lot of hours. And I saw, you know, I, I got this opportunity to join the Sand Foundation. I thought about it and, you know, it, it's probably the best decision I've made to invest all my time in community upliftment projects where you actually... You know, it's, it's tangible and intangible benefits that you see. So you've been working on a project to revitalize a school and train teachers for two years. And that day that you finally see that their cost rate has increased by 20%, you know, for the grade sevens, you, you actually can't replace that. You know, that, that feeling of exhilaration that we're on the right path, that we're actually making progress in South Africa that 50 kids have actually passed grade 7 now where the previous year they wouldn't have passed grade 7 but it's thanks to you know, me, the same foundation and, and our donors that have actually allowed this to happen you know, and how we've seen progress in the country and you, I, I can't replace that with any other job. Can you tell us about the studies of how bad it is in South Africa when it comes to the gap between kids that are privileged and kids that are underprivileged? Yeah, if you research reports from the South African Human Rights Commission and UNICEF, you'll you'll see it shows that a child in the poorest income quintile in South Africa compared to a child growing up in the richest income quintile is three times less likely to finish secondary school. And this is a direct reflection of the inequality that we're facing. And that's obviously the main reason why you guys are in place. That's 
this is what you do. Am I right? Yes, yes, that's exactly it. You know, our, this is what we we work, we're working to achieve equality and to reduce inequality. And you know, and, and by doing that, we have to give our future generations access to quality education. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to find out if I love what you're saying to me right now and I'm listening to my car, how can I help? How can I get involved? Oh, there's, there's many ways you can get involved. Uh, we do accept monetary donations from individuals and businesses alike. We also accept plenty of other donations. I mean, our scope of work is so big and we face so many challenges that, you know, if anyone wants to come involved, we, we often manage programs where people want to visit schools, give motivational talks. So if you're a youngster and, you know, you want to go back to a school and actually explain to the kids what they can do, if you've got a good experience on what you've studied and want to inspire some other children, I mean, you can get hold of us directly and we can try and accommodate you as well. Um, another thing is, do you have anything else coming up in the next few days, months, or um, that we can look out for? No, we've got, we've got plenty of projects on the go. Um, we're wrapping up a five-year project at uh, Laritong Hospital in Johannesburg where we're focusing on mother and child healthcare. We've gone through quite a few units. So when do you, as a mother, when um, you are pregnant, you're going to have brand facilities so they can monitor you and your baby's health from, from when you are 12 weeks pregnant all the way up. We've done all the units so that until your child is 12 years old, you'll have access to the best quality healthcare that you, you can think of. This is private hospital standard, and it's available to any South African who wants to go there. Young Blood Five, saluting champions who are making a difference. Young Blood Five.